welcome to the Faith Heights Church audio podcast. We pray that this message will bless you and feed your faith as you listen in today. Turn with me in your Bible, if you brought one. If you didn't, we're going to show it on the screen to Acts chapter 16. And I want to read a few verses here, and I'm going to talk to you for about 10 minutes about something that will change your life. God had this recorded in scriptures so you and I would know what to do in similar situations. Anybody interested in this? In Acts chapter 16, I want you to notice here, Paul and Silas got into big trouble for preaching the gospel. I mean, sometimes when you do really good, you could get in trouble for it because there's a lot of people around you that don't like you doing good. Well, here in Acts chapter 16, I want you to notice Paul and Silas just actually set a young girl free from bad things. And it says in verse 24, uh, verse 23, it says that they laid many stripes upon them. But let's read this out of the CEV. Uh, Is that what you have up there? Yeah, read up on the screen. You probably don't have the contemporary English version. So look at here what happened. After they had been badly beaten, that's Paul and Silas, they were preaching the gospel and set a girl free. They were put in jail, and the jailer was told to guard them carefully. Next verse. The jailer did as he was told. He put them in deep inside the jail and chained their feet in heavy blocks of wood. And remember, this is for preaching the gospel and setting a girl free. This was a weird city. About midnight, King James says, at midnight... Paul and Silas were praying and singing praises while the other prisoners listened. Everybody say the word and. And. Praying and? Praying and? Church, listen to this. Prayer is unfinished without praise. That God heard you and the answer is on the way. Say this. Prayer Prayer. is unfinished unfinished. until I start praising God. For the answer. See, praising God is your faith. And the Bible did not say the prayer of, the Bible didn't say prayer will heal the sick. The Bible said the prayer of faith will heal the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he's committed sins, they'll be forgiven him. This scripture says they were praying and something else before the next verse happened. Anybody interested in what happened after they were praying and praising? The prisoners heard them, so this wasn't a quiet little praise in their heart. King David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Well, it's not, just my, it's not my personality, Pastor, to praise the Lord with my mouth. I'm just kind of an inner kind of person. Well, you need to change your personality because King David said it needs to be on your mouth. The book of Hebrews says it needs to be coming out of your lips. It needs to be from your heart, through your mouth, if you want it to affect a change in the outward circumstances. Just like faith in the heart is not you in faith. That's faith in you. But you need to be in faith. And that's when you start saying and believing. And now he says here, the prisoners heard them. What happened? Suddenly. Everybody say suddenly. Suddenly. Anybody like that word suddenly? Then you need to like the word praying and praising. Now notice... A great earthquake shook the jail at its foundations. The doors opened. The chains fell off all the prisoners. 
They got set free. Not one gun needed. Not one missile. <laughs> now they have their place. This scripture says they got delivered from the innermost prison by praying and praising God. Can I put it this way? They, at midnight, darkest time in their life, got a miracle by doing something they didn't feel like doing. So you better not be a feeling ruled person next time a test comes your way because you're going to have to do what you don't feel like doing if you want to get what they got. Now this was a literal prison, a literal jail, but I believe the Holy Spirit recorded it to show us that no matter how dark it gets in your life, this is the way out. You pray that prayer, you know it's based on scripture, and you start praising God for the victory before it feels like, looks like, and seems like you're ever going to get it. And the Bible says God heard that, got his attention, the jail shook, the doors flew open, and everybody got set free. And this is one of the reasons there's so much opposition against you getting a victory, because everybody around you is going to get a victory when they see your victory. Their chains are going to fall off. Their prison doors are going to fly open. Not just Paul and Silas. All of them got set free because two men decided to praise God in the midst of darkness. When you feel like complaining, you feel like saying it's no use. I knew this serving God didn't work. I knew following Jesus is going to cause all kinds of problems. No. They prayed. They praised God. There was an earthquake and they all got set free. Why is this in the Bible? Somebody tell me, why is this in the Bible? So we know what to do at our midnight hour when we feel like complaining, when we feel like saying no, quitting, running the other way. What do you do at a time like that? You get yourself by the ear and you say, you are going the way my spirit tells you to go. Emotions, calm down. Body, knock it off. Be still. God's going to show up. And one interesting thing about this is Paul said, I was the chiefest of sinners. Of everybody I knew. And if God can do that and restore a man like that and help him out in a time like this, he can help you out. Um, there's a scripture. Well, let, let me just say this first. If you're in a midnight hour of your life or when you do reach that midnight hour of your life, you're going to have all kinds of options that you can do, all kinds of things you can do and all kinds of paths you can take. But if you'll just slow down and remember, there's two things you need to be involved with at a time like that. Prayer. Pray. Ask God for what you want. Claim what he says belongs to you. And then begin to praise him. I mean, I, I found this out. If we want to see more, we need to praise more. Because praise is an actual release of faith. And the Bible says, Jesus said, if you believe, you will see. Anybody want to see something different in your life? Well, you're going to have to believe something different then. And if you want to see more, what should you do? Believe more. What's a good way that shows that you're believing? You're praising God for the answer when it doesn't look like it's within a thousand miles from you. You're praising God that he didn't lie. You're praising God for the scriptures you're standing on. And if, and if, they, got a if, if they get a miracle, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> and you don't get a miracle, that would show us that God has favorites and he's a respecter of persons. And the Bible says he is not a respecter of persons. So what should you do next time fear attacks you and it feels like you can't get free from depression? You should do what you don't feel like doing and see what Paul and Silas saw. What should you do next time 
uh, debt and uh, threats of bankruptcy are coming your way and you feel like you're going to lose it all, what, what should you do? What should you do? Well, you can do what everybody else does and get what everybody else gets, which is pretty much nothing. Or you can do what Paul and Silas did and watch God come on the scene and change things that no man could ever change in their own power. Say this, praying and singing praises leads to victory. I want to show you one more scripture in the book of Psalms, chapter 149. Tell you what, I think I'm just going to go three or four hours. And all the kids said, ah! <laughs> Psalm 149. I'm almost done. Look at this last scripture here. Psalm 149. And you know what? I'm just going to look at it on the screen. Go ahead and put it up on the screen. I gave you those verses. Look up here on the screen. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. Talking about the people of God. Everybody say high praises. The high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Now stop right there. He's talking about praise being a weapon. Hello, everybody. He's talking about praise being a weapon. Kind of like this right here. Is it real? Yeah, it's real. Okay, so just, just picture this. When you're praising God, let, let's say the enemy is on your case. Darkness is coming against you. Fear is gripping you. It feels like your marriage is not going to work. You're not going to get healed. The doctors have no hope. Things aren't going to work right. You just start to go like this. Father, I praise you. And you put this sword toward the enemy and you put one hand up here like this. And you need, The Bible says that God has ordained that out of the mouths of babies and sucklings, God has perfected praise that he might still the avenger and stop the devil in his tracks. Two things praise does. Praise glorifies God and worships him for who he is and what he's done. And praise also confuses the enemy because he has no defense against the shield of faith. And when you're speaking the word of God out of your mouth, the Bible says in the book of Revelation, Jesus, it says a two-edged sword came out of his mouth and he smote all the evil in the nations when he came back. Those that hated God, those that wanted destruction for everybody. He said the weapon came out of his mouth and it was a two-edged sword. Well, when you're praising the Lord and you're, no, I already told my ushers I would have this up here today. <laughs> when you're praising the Lord, you need to picture yourself as a warrior winning a battle that the world said you could never win. Doctor said there's no cure. It's not Jesus saying there's no cure. You just picture that two-edged sword in your hand, that sword coming out of your mouth toward the enemy, worship and praise to God, and you will see the same thing Paul and Silas. Look, look at what it says here. A two-edged sword in their hand. Next verse. To execute vengeance. Who's doing the executing? The, the believer. Upon the heathen and punishments upon the people. We would call that demon forces and disease and sickness and fear. Next verse. To bind kings and all these things in your life that say they're bigger than you, lording it over you. No, you bind those things with chains and nobles, with fetters of iron. How? By praising the Lord with high praises. Next verse. To execute upon them the judgment written, this honor have all his saints, not just pastors and preachers. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Well, I think we need to praise God for about three minutes. High praises. If there's high praises, there's low praises. No low praises right now. And if you've got kids and they want to come to the altar, you need to bring them to the altar. That would be perfectly fine. Go ahead. I want you to get ready to roll the video. We're going to play about a three-minute song. Everybody stand up. And what are we going to do right now? <clears throat> no, no. 
We're going to do what we don't feel like doing. Some of you don't feel like dancing. What should you do if you want a breakthrough? Dance with praise. Some of you don't feel like lifting your hands, but you're in the middle of a trial. What should you do? Do what you don't feel like doing and raise your hand. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information about this ministry, visit faithheights.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. To sow into this ministry, visit faithheights.org and click on the Donate tab. 